Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to get this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. This week continues our discussion about prophetic dreams and biblical dream interpretation. We're learning that God is speaking to us in our dreams much more than we think. We've dismissed many of our dreams because we don't understand them. Our dreams are a higher language, but we've been invited into God's higher thoughts and into his higher ways. Now, do you have my book, Prophetic Secrets? You can get it at any online retailer that sells Christian books or go to jenniferevaz.com. We've also now made my books inside Australia. Again, go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the Shop Australia tab if that's you. Now, let's read Acts chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And all my men servants and all my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. Well, across the Middle East and Europe, there has been something happening to many Muslims, even some involved in ISIS reportedly for close to a decade. They are having dreams about Jesus and referring to him as the man in white. Let me read to you this dream from a Bosnian Muslim teenager by the name of Amina. Amina wrote this, I was in the desert alone, lost. As far as the horizon, there was nothing in sight but sand. I felt the sand on my bare feet. Then I saw something extraordinary. In the midst of that barrenness, an immense wooden cross emerged from the earth, rising up with sand spilling from it back to the earth. I felt then a spectator in my own dream and the sight of the cross gave me neither fear nor joy but I was curious and began moving almost floating towards it the most magnificent thing I'd ever seen or imagined and as I came closer to the cross I suddenly saw a man walking toward me a broad-shouldered long striding man with a dark complexion long hair and wearing a white robe and just as suddenly I ceased to be a witness to my dream I was in it walking toward the man walking toward me. I knew him immediately. He was Jesus. Without knowing why, I fell to my knees, and he stood over me and touched my face with his right hand. Now, here's another dream from a man in the Middle East, and he said his dream started with a horrible scene. One night while I was asleep, I had this horrible dream of me being taken into hell, and what I saw there brought me real fear, and these dreams kept coming to me almost every night. At this point, I was really wondering as to why I should be seeing hell in this manner. He said, Jesus appeared to him and said, Son, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and if you would give your life to me and follow me, I would save you from the hell that you have seen. And then the man said, this came as a surprise to me, for I did not know who this Jesus was. Of course, he's mentioned in the Quran and and some of our other literature. He's stated as one of our prophets, but not as a savior who could save us from hell. So I started looking out for a Christian who can give me some advice about this Jesus I have seen. And he said he had to reach out to an Egyptian Christian because Christianity is totally banned in his country. And if a Christian was caught witnessing to a Muslim, they would have been beheaded. 
Now, finally, I want to read it to you out of a Brett Bart article about an ISIS fighter who murdered Christians but converted after a dream. And this is, this is what he told a, a worker, uh, a YWAM leader, and he said that he had begun having dreams of this man in white who came to him and said, you're killing my people. And he started to feel really sick and uneasy about what he was doing because of this dream. And the fighter, just before he killed another Christian, uh, that Christian said, I know you're going to kill me, but I want to give to you my Bible. And he did kill the Christian. And this ISIS fighter actually took the Bible and began to read it. Well, in another dream, Jesus asked this ISIS fighter to follow him. And he was now asking to become a follower of Christ and to be discipled. Okay, so this is almost like a true Saul of the Bible conversion story. You know, killing Christians now becoming, you know, uh, um, you know just as radical for Jesus Christ. Now, how can a dream be so powerful as to convert another human being from the Muslim religion to having faith in Jesus Christ? Are dreams really that powerful? They sure are. Job chapter 33, verse 14 to 18, for God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it in a dream, in a vision of the night when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds. Then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction in order to turn man from his deed and conceal pride from man. He keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. You see, God will speak to us in dreams because he has a captive audience when we're asleep. And he can bypass our logic, our reason, and communicate to our spirits. Even though our body is asleep, our spirit remains awake. And God, who is spirit, communicates with us spirit to spirit in our dreams. Now, dreams are just like parables in the Bible. They're like night parables. They're symbolic. They use metaphors. And these dreams are like gifts. They're being given to us from God that we have to untie, unwrap, and look search inside to get the full experience too often we dismiss dreams because they're not logical or we think it's something we ate and because our dreams do not make sense we assume they're not important and we dismiss them it's like living a really valuable gift from god unopened and this is where our western culture has superimposed itself on the way we think and is blocking god's communication with us our western thinking is all about facts logic reason and Eastern thinking is more abstract and experiential. The Bible is an Eastern Hebraic book. Our Greek thinking came later, and it does have value, but not when it comes to our dreams and actually understanding them. We actually have to be more Hebraic if we're going to capture the meaning of these dreams. Now, here's the thing. God knows our past, our present, and our future, and he sees it all in one moment. Jeremiah 29, verse 11, "'For I know the plans I have for you,' says the Lord." They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. The creator of the universe envisioned us so deeply that he wrote a novel about your life before you ever existed. Psalm 139 verse 16 says, Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written the day's fashion for me. But like these ones in false religions, even violent religions, they can't fathom that Jesus wants to be their Savior, their Lord, that he has a plan for them. But in a dream, God can reach them, and God is trying to also reach you. He's trying to reach you, and he's doing that in your dreams. There are things that God wants to show you, but in your waking mind, it's either too difficult to believe, or it's different than your opinion, or it contradicts your training or your education, 
or perhaps it's impossible, or it's not what you want to happen. Yet God wants to show you the truth, and he can do it in a dream. He wants to get his plan, which is the best plan, he wants to get it across to you. And he doesn't reduce his plan to our logic or even our rational language. He speaks his language. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. But we're being invited to rise up to his thoughts and to his ways. And this is why we are having these kinds of dreams. I want to pray for dreams. I want to pray for dreams uh, to happen in people who don't know him. I know some people in the in the U.S. who've come to Jesus because of dreams. This isn't just a, a European Middle Eastern thing. It's actually happening all over the globe. And I want to pray for that dream realm that people who don't know him would experience him in that dream realm and and come searching for him and so heavenly father in the name of jesus i ask you to invade the dreams uh the dreams of people who don't know you begin to speak to them in their dreams introduce yourself to them call them to you especially these ones who are violently opposed to you get to them in their dream life in Jesus' mighty name, thank you so much. Thank you once again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.